Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boo-thang, Amber Smiles Jones. And uh, welcome to the podcast where we like to just, you know, shoot the shit and discuss a variety of awesome, as well as a lot of what-the-fuck kind of topics. You know, we talk about uh, paranormal experiences, true crime stories, and a lot of fun random topics that I come across online. And if you're new here, take you know, thank you so much for, for joining in, for checking out the pod. I appreciate that. Take a look at my past episodes. We've been having fun here for quite some time. And uh, we cover a lot of a lot of interesting topics as random as serial killers, strange news stories, ghost stories, and more. And it's, you know, we're an audible variety show here. We like to have fun. So come and join in on the silly. Okay, so now that we've gotten the intro out of the way there, <laughs> you know, I got to record that every week just in case a new listener comes in. That might be their first episode. I got to let them know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? All right. So it has been a pretty good week. Like it, nothing uh, specifically special happened, but I, I, I was finally able to get some sleep and that was nice. I, I enjoyed that. Um, when you get to be my age, you're just glad you can sleep. <laughs> it's just lovely. But you know, that was only because I went to my friend uh, Carrie's birthday party slash Halloween party. And uh, there was all kinds of alcohol there. And one of them uh, was a shot. It's called brain hemorrhage shots. Uh, they're made with like peach knobs, Irish cream and grenadine. So it looks like a brain hemorrhage that you can drink. So uh, it looks gross as shit. Don't get me wrong, but it tastes pretty good. Okay. We also had, um, she also had some, some vodka infused gummy candy and that, that shit was strong as hell. Jesus Christ. Um, and there were some jello shots and like this maple apple juice stuff that she made and she made that with vodka too. Uh, we played flip cup and we did that with beer so, by the way, I was victorious because, you know, clearly I am the flip cup champion. Always know that. If there's anything you learn from this podcast, from any episode I have ever recorded, I am the, I am the shit at flip cup. And if you, you can challenge me if you want to, but you're going to lose. That's just how that is. Okay. <laughs> now it was... I got to sleep very well because I was, it was that drunk sleep, you know, when you just kind of pass out and you're like, ah, yeah, that's the best sleep. It really is. That kind of sleep took me back, like back in the day. I used to drunk sleep all the time when I was in college, (laughs) wake up, go to class drunk. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) Good times. And there was, um, at the party, Carrie had like this delicious birthday cake with like guava on the inside and she actually made the cake herself and she made the uh, the icing from scratch and everything it was it was really fucking good you know we had finger foods and music it was just a lot of fun now one girl was dressed up as Aaliyah that was her costume for Halloween which was awesome and at first she don't see that's my jam Anyways, uh, <laughs> she was dressed up as Aaliyah, but it was her outfit from the Try Again music video, which is why well, I just attempted to sing that, which is probably going to sound great after I put the, uh, the background music in for this segment. All right. So <laughs> she was dressed as Aaliyah and uh, it was spot on. It was spot on. 
And then another girl, she was dressed as a bear. And I was Damien from Mean Girls. <laughs> I wore a baby blue hoodie with, uh, with, you know, uh, with, with like sunglasses on and the hoodie was like pulled tight over my face. You know what I'm saying? And I had a sign that said, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> it was the best costume. Somebody remind me to post that on the professionally silly podcast group on Facebook. Remind me to do that. Cause it was an awesome costume. It was anyway, I got lit as hell. Oh my God. Okay. I forgot someone at the party. This is like towards the end. Okay. Someone at the party was told us that they had a bottle of tequila in their car and we were all like, well, go get it. Like, how do you have an entire bottle of tequila and not mention it to anyone? We're upset about that. Like we felt that, that he kept that information to himself close to the vest. You know, I think we were at the part of the night where we all trusted each other. You know, we all felt a little disrespected. So anywho, (laughs) <laughs> by that time there were like only four of us that were still drinking and I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me I mean because I'm not I'm not in my 20s anymore I woke up dead like dead as hell dead just woke up dead <laughs> and we all all through the four of us we all drank the entire bottle of tequila like it was gone I, I have no idea what the hell I was thinking okay I I woke up and I think I might have still been a, a, a little lit because I woke up like, yeah, woo, you know. <laughs> I needed water so badly. It it was ridiculous how much water I needed. So, okay, then tell me this. Tell me why or how my cousin was able to talk me into drinking again the next day. Like I woke up a little lit and later on that same night when I woke up that same day, uh, we drank something that was called whiskeyla, I think that's what it's called. And it, it's like, um, it's like whiskey and tequila mixed together. Like it's like the store, the liquor store so- sold it like that. It comes in like a black bottle, whatever the fuck. Now I, I'm, I'm tired of my poor life decisions. I don't, I don't know how I'm alive to this day. Okay. Cause I, I've done a lot of stupid shit a lot. I I should have been kidnapped or dead by now. I'm telling you. (laughs) My ancient ass is just plain stupid. So that, that, that was my weekend. I got some sleep, uh, because I drank too much and I don't, (sighs) God damn it. I I have no excuse. There's no excuse. Okay. So let's get to it. Last week, (laughs) we're just going to go ahead and speed right past that. Last week we talked about Elmer McCurdy, the traveling corpse. And it was quite the story. I cannot believe that they passed around this man's dead body for over 60 years. I, I, I just, I cannot help but wonder if some, if some of them knew what they were doing. Like, it's crazy. There, there had to have been someone besides the first guy who had the idea to use his body as a prop or as a, you know, it had to have been somebody else. I mean, come on, you know, and, and, and I also, I can't help, you know, if I ever went to a haunted house or a movie set or something like that, and they were using a real body as a prop and I wasn't aware, like what, I mean, what if that's happened? That I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like I probably haven't experienced that. I'm pretty sure that all the props that I've worked with have been fake. I'm, I'm almost positive there, but you know, what the fuck do I know? I 
you know, you're only allowed to go where you're allowed to go. I, you know, if I wasn't in that scene, I'm supposed to know. I don't know. But if you haven't um, already, check out that episode and subscribe to this podcast because you just, you don't want to miss the random ass things I discuss here. I, listen, I post every Friday and I can honestly say my listeners usually have no idea what nonsense, what tomfoolery I'm going to bring to their ear holes. But, you know, it is what it is. Today, today I found some creepy ass stories that I just I had to share. All right. I mean, whether it's the Halloween season or not, on this podcast, we do paranormal and creepy episodes year round. Now I'm saying year round. But this, this month, I, I, I definitely had to make sure to share some banger, creepy, like Halloween season ish episodes, you know? And I plan to do the same today because there's nothing like creepy ass stories to warm your heart. Yeah. Aww creepy oh <laughs> that's why is that never a thing i've never heard someone say oh he's so creepy oh that's never you're not gonna ever hear that <laughs> but before we get into these creepy ass stories i want to take a second to remind you guys that if you have any of your own interesting experiences for the pod email them to me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com my email is down in the show notes. You can copy and paste that bad boy and send me some uh, some of your interesting, creepy experiences. Because, you know, it can be funny, scary, weird, embarrassing, what have you. Send them in. As long as it's fun and interesting, I am down. Show your support for this podcast and the hard work that I put into it. And you can do that simply by leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform that you're using. Because doing that, you know what that does, people? You know what that does? That helps make the the P-Silly Pod Squad a lot larger. Oh, that's nice. The P-Silly Pod Squad. I should have thought of that sooner. I like that. <laughs> I mean, and let's be, let's be real. The more people that join in on the fun, the more fun a professional silly pod group is going to be in the discussions because I'm hoping to get more listeners, which will bring in more of their interesting life experiences, which will give us more listener stories, which are always fun. I love it. Love it. Love it. When you guys send in your stories. So yeah, five star review on Apple podcasts or whatever podcast platform that you're using. Cause like I said, is extremely helpful for my podcast to grow and earn new listeners and let's face it i would love that so much so we're gonna go ahead and get to this creepy ass shit after uh after this message here yeah let's do that so i wanted to share something with you guys that's super exciting Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their products. Vance Global is a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created recently the most potent CBD cigarette out there, that Delta 8. So if you are interested in CBD cigarettes or you're interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, this is for you. And Delta 8, oh, guess what? They've got gummies now too, and they are amazing. I, I ate a couple of them, and uh, I had an amazing night's sleep. My mind shut off, and I dozed 
goodbye anxiety and hello sweet dreams so check out their instagram at vance global and take a look at the merchandise and if you see something that you want that you want to purchase make sure you go ahead and use the coupon code smiles all capital letters s-m-i-l-e-s the word smiles to get 20 percent off your purchase once again the coupon code is smiles to get 20 percent off your purchase Vance Global. I'll be sure to post the link down below in the show notes and you can go ahead and click and start your shopping for your CBD cigarettes and or gummies and more today. So Halloween is around the corner. And uh, when this podcast is posted this Friday, uh, Halloween will be this coming Sunday. So we're, we're a few days away. And uh, I, I just, when I was a kid, I loved Halloween so much, so much. And as an adult, I would say like into my like late 20s, I had a blast. Okay. Every Halloween, you couldn't tell me, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it's been a while since I actually did anything you know, for Halloween. And Carrie's party was the first time in a long time that I've gone out for, you know, for like a Halloween party or something, you know, especially since, uh, since COVID haven't been going anywhere. Anyway, so Carrie's party was the first, uh, Halloween experience I've had in quite some time. And, um, it was a lot of fun. Like I was telling you guys earlier, but I I remember when I was a kid that we all used to go trick or treating in our neighborhood and that, you know, how every neighborhood has that one house that's just creepy as shit. Like there's rumors about this one house, you know, we had that, we had that house and it was probably, I would say a couple of blocks away from my place, you know, from my house. And, um, I remember when we went trick or treating in our neighborhood, there was like this creepy dude who always every year dressed up as Michael Myers. Okay. And he would like stand around the house. Cause it was one of those houses that was like, you know, dark wood house and the, the porch looked like it was rotted and there were spider webs every fucking where. And it was like, you had to go, it had a really long driveway and it was like it was inside its own forest kind of house. Like you don't really know what's there unless you live in the neighborhood. And you're like, oh yeah, that creepy ass place. Yeah, I know the one. It was off of Peggy Sue Lane. I, it's a weird <laughs> name for a street. Well, not, not weird, but weird for the type of house that was on that lane. You, you think Peggy Sue, oh, it's nice neighborhood, good school system. Nope. <laughs> now the Peggy Sue Lane I grew up on anywho it was just a creepy ass house and this guy would always dress up as Michael Myers and uh, he would stand like in the woods in front of the house you know like near the the blind driveway that you would probably never see if you didn't live in that neighborhood and now that I think about it there was probably I think there was probably more than one guy that was dressed like Michael Myers because whoever it was or they them I don't know they always managed to be super far ahead of us, no matter how fast we ran or how far or which direction we would always run into Michael Myers. So I'm thinking it was like, like, like a whole prank system they had going on. Just the older kids in the neighborhood, probably like three of those assholes. All right, you stand here and you stand here and, uh, we'll, we'll have them run towards you. You know, it's just, it was probably a whole thing. I don't know. At least I hope that's what it was. (laughs) I hope it was the older kids in the neighborhood that enjoyed fucking with us. I am really hoping for that. (laughs) Anyways, I should start having more fun on Halloween. Like I'm going to be too old soon. You know, I need to 
get dressed up and go out and all that shit. You know, I'm learning like as I get older, you know, I get more tired. If going out after 8.30 is a hassle. It's like, it's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Anyhow, let's get this this uh, first creepy ass story. I have no idea why I got into that. There was a whole, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I found I found the story at WashingtonPost.com and I came across this article that was written by Katie Mettler. I hope that's how you said uh, her name and uh, on, on their site, on Washington Post's site. And uh, so back in 2016 in San Antonio, Texas, a man who wore a Freddy Krueger costume to a Halloween house party, okay, he and his friends just showed up, you know, at the party around 5 a.m. But get this, okay, they were not invited. They just showed up, just crashing the party at 5 a.m. Like, who crashes a party at 5 a.m.? You know, it's starting to wind down at that point. Like, once once dawn is upon us, I, I'm i ready to go. I got, I got, you know, I got things to do, <laughs> you know, especially now. Good God. Anyways, they show up uninvited. And now Freddie and his friends, they get into an altercation with a few of the other party guests, you know, the ones who were actually invited. And uh, of course, they tried to, uh, to kick out the uninvited assholes, but that did not go well. Let me start off by saying, I, I mean, this is, it's kind of related, but it's not, okay? Freddy Krueger is a bitch. I, look, I know I've said this before, and I meant it, okay? <laughs> Freddy Krueger... Like the actual character, he's a little bitch. He waits to attack people in their dreams. Okay. Only, only little bitches attack you when you're vulnerable and asleep. Come, come see me after I've had my eight hours and, and, and a balanced breakfast and a strong cup of coffee. Okay. Come see me then when I'm aware of what's going on. Come see me when my bra is on. Okay, because I can, I can do a lot of damage when these bitches are held back. <laughs> you know, now Michael Myers. Okay, now that that's that's my guy. He's strong. He's confident. Uh, he, he'll kill you with anything handy, and will come and will come for you when you're wide the fuck awake. He doesn't give a fuck who's around you, where you are. He's gonna murder you. He's, he's just very good at what he does. The best fictional serial killer to ever exist, hands down. And, and, and if you say any fucking different, if you, if you say any different, there's not much I can really do about that, but I will definitely not look at you the same. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, this bitch is insane. Is she really trying to tell us that which serial killer is better? The fuck? <laughs> Anyways. The dude that's dressed up as Freddy Krueger at this party that he went to, uh, uninvited, may I remind you, he decided to pull out a gun and start shooting, okay, because he was getting to this altercation. He decided, I'm going to bring a gun to this fist fight, you know? So unfortunately, four men and one woman, they were hit uh, by, by the bullets. Now the neighbors, they heard gunshots and they called the police. Now they said that all the noise you know, woke them up in the middle of the night and they heard a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming. And then they heard a couple of gunshots and then they heard four or five more shots after that. So it sounds like, it sounds like it was pop, 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 pop. You see, there was a pause between that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it sounds like. All right. 
and and that right there that says that you're you're, you're probably shooting to kill you know because nobody else had a weapon first of all and you come to this party uninvited start a scuffle and then you shoot people you're kind of a dick you're that that guy's an asshole i'm just i'm just throwing that out there just like the real freddy krueger or the real not real freddy krueger they're both bitches and okay <laughs> I, I gotta tell you right now i have never been more glad that freddy krueger is not a real person because if he heard this i would never be able to sleep again <laughs> Holy shit. So they heard, they heard a couple of shots and then they heard four or five more shots after that. They said that they even saw the flash of the gunshots because this was like pretty dark at night. And uh, so these people were like amazing witnesses because they were, because of that, I'm sure they were able to put together a timeline, I'm sure. Now they saw and heard a lot. Okay. So according to KSAT, K-S-A-T, Com, an article that was written by Ben Spicer. Uh, one of the victims was uh, shown mugshots and they ID'd 22 year old Robert Contreras. I'm pretty sure I'm saying his name wrong. And uh, he was charged with aggra- aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and unlawful uh, carry of a weapon. Now, police, they used their search warrant to search his car and they found ammunition, like tons of it guns and three bags of weed in his car and that's look okay that's a lot of evidence just to leave sitting in your car like this guy was just he was an idiot or maybe he just never watched tv or movies i mean the law and order never crosses my this happened in 2016 law and order had been on for about 50 years at this point okay <laughs> fuck man <laughs> so i mean it's it's crazy so he didn't, he didn't know, you tell him he didn't know that keeping all that shit in your car like that after you shut up a place probably wasn't the best idea. You know, I'm not saying I don't want criminals to get better at being criminals. I love when they're stupid because they get caught. It's fantastic. I hope they all become dumber. That'd be great. Thank you. You know, and three bags of weed. Listen, they didn't say how big these bags were. Okay. But you know, I could really use three bags of weed right about now. That would be fantastic for personal consumption. Of course, I'm not selling that shit. I'm smoking it. Fuck. <laughs> I think this is anyways. I really wasn't able to find more information about this case, but that shit's wild. I'm assuming that they're still like uh, investigating it and maybe the, the, the court case hasn't, I don't know. I didn't really uh, look too far into that, but uh, based on his charges, no one died. Thank goodness. Otherwise, it, it you know, it wouldn't have been attempted. It, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or aggravated assault, excuse me. It would have been murder, you know, because that's, that's what that is when you, when you kill somebody unlawfully. It's, 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 it's called murder. All right. Anyways, uh, like I said, nobody died uh, based on the charges, but that shit was wild. And I, the crazy thing is I was just at a Halloween house party like a few days ago. I mean, nothing bad happened unless you include all the drinking I did that night, but I was just there, like, you know, so our first story for this episode is pretty scary. And I still stand by what I said about Freddy Krueger. I said what I said. And if you got something to say to me about it, you can come holler at me at the Professional Silly uh, Podcast Facebook group book. Wait, Facebook group book? What? Professionally Silly Pod group on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> 
Words are hard. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I said what I said. Freddy's a bitch. Okay, let's let's get started on the second story here. I... <laughs> I, th- I bet there are people who are mad at me about what I said about Freddy Krueger. Come see me at It's Pro Silly at Twitter if you got something to say. You know what I'm saying? What's up? I said what I said about Freddy Krueger, and I ain't backing down from it. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so aggressive about this non-important <laughs> topic. All right, so second story here. It's a lot shorter than the last one, but it's a good one. So shout out to Reader's Digest website, uh, rd.com. Uh, Taylor McCarran, I'm pretty sure I said her name wrong too, shared a few creepy ass stories there, uh, 20 spooky Halloween stories that will keep you up at night. And, uh, that's the title of, uh, of Taylor's piece there. So one of the stories that she, that she or he shared, cause you know, Taylor is a unisex name. I don't know. Anyways, one of the stories that they shared had to do with some creepy person stealing laundry. Wait till you hear this. This is great. Okay. And it reads, a woman and her daughter moved into a new house. The mother, the mother, wow. The mother worked a lot. So it was up to the girl to do household chores, including the laundry. One day, the girl went down to the laundry room and had put in a load of clothes. When she came back, the door to the washing machine had already been lifted open. That's weird. She said to herself. I thought I closed it. She shrugged it off, but by the next time she did laundry, it happened again. And not, and that's not all. Each time it happened, one piece of her clothing would go missing. One time it was a sock, the next a pair of shorts, and so on. After a few weeks, she went down to the laundry room again to find a complete outfit set out for her with all the clothes that had gone missing. See, look, okay, look, <laughs> that's some creepy ass shit. Oh my God, imagine you're just minding your own business and trying to get the laundry done, you know, and all of a sudden your clothes go missing only to appear later on because some unknown person put an outfit together for you. I mean, what? Like, <laughs> Are we talking about a ghost, you know, that's just like really fashionable, like a fashionable spirit or like an alive, creepy asshole? Like, is this like a person who's just, just creepy as shit doing this? Or is this like a fashionable spirit? We, I need to know. Okay. Cause I think someone who is alive that's doing this shit is way creepier than a ghost. Am I alone in that? You know, because ugh, ugh, mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. Shit. Okay. I have certainly lost laundry before, especially socks. Okay. I don't know where the hell my socks go when I do laundry, but I can't find the matching sock for a lot of the socks that I have. And it's really fucking annoying. I wear mismatched socks all the time. Did I say mish? (laughs) I wear mismatched socks all the time, all the time. Okay. (gasps) Holy shit. What if some creep has been stealing my socks like the past 30 years and they like plan on laying out my socks later because those are the pair they want me to wear. (sighs) I could have, this is great. I would be the one that had like a foot fetish creep stealing my socks. That's the kind of luck that I fucking have. 
Oh my God. But like, I, I know I'm not alone in that. How many of you have done laundry and you're like missing underwear or socks or it's usually a small garment It's rare that like an entire pair of jeans just go missing. You're like, I thought I washed a pair of jeans. What the fuck? Now, now I, I'll say this. If you live in an apartment building or you do the, your laundry at the laundromat where there's like multiple people around you and everyone's using those machines, you know, cause when I was, when I was a, uh, uh I was going to say flight attendant. I was a flight attendant, but that's not the profession I meant to bring up. When I was a property manager, this is more recent. I was a property manager in Los Angeles and the company that I worked for, um, we had, um, like the building, I had like 30, 30 studio apartments in it. And, um, I lived in the building. Okay. And one of the assholes who lived there stole a pair of black pants out of the dryer that belonged to another tenant that stayed there. And it was a woman, the tenant who had, who owned the black pants. She was like, I don't know, five foot, really, really skinny white woman, small woman. I mean, small. And this grown ass Hispanic man who was, when I think about it, he was kind of a small dude too. I don't know. He stole her pants and her pants had like a hole in them, like in the pocket, you know what I'm saying? So that's how we were able to know that these were the pants that he had stolen. Anyways, he stole those pants and then denied doing it. I'm like, dude, I have you on camera taking them and then going into your apartment. But the crazy thing is the only thing he stole were the black pants. That was it. He didn't take anything else. And the pants had a hole in them. And the lady, she complained to me about it. And I was like, bitch, you were making this shit up. Because she was like one of those tenants that complain about everything all the time. Just kind of make shit up. And you know, she just had weird ass complaints. So I just thought this is like another one. Like, put that on the list. This chick is, <laughs> this lady's weird. You know, but she was right. I checked the cameras and I was like, son of a bitch. So I confronted him. I was like, hey man, you can't be fucking, you know, taking people's pants and shit. That's rude. You know, <laughs> it was just so weird. I don't know why he did it or what his plan was or why he lied about it. Or I have no idea what goes through someone's mind to steal someone else's clothes. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can get it. Like if you, you know, if you're, if you're homeless, you need a pair of clothes. That's probably a good spot to go, you know, as a laundromat and wait for someone's clothes to dry and take them. That's, that's probably the really good idea. I'll admit that. But he lived in the same building. Like, <laughs> he was not homeless. <laughs> and those pants weren't even that nice. I mean, did he know who she was? Was he stuck? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what that story reminded me of. And um, what, what did we end up doing with that? We sent him like a written warning saying, hey, you know, don't fucking do that. What you did back there, that was weird. Don't do that. Uh, if you keep stealing, you know, that's kind of against, you know, your lease. Thou shall not steal. I feel like it says it on your lease or the commandments or something. But <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He never stole again. At least nothing that was reported to me. I man, I really do not miss that job. Like I do, but I don't. Mostly hated it. Oh my God. I was just good at it. That's all. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like I've told these stories to you guys like in the order of which is creepiest in my book, you know? And so this is the third story here, and this one is coming from Mashable.com. Ellie Howtilling, Howtilling, I gotta know I'm saying her last name wrong, 
she found this story on 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 Reddit. So Reddit user excrement cranium, which is a weird name. I just don't like the word ex- excrement. I just I don't like it. All right. So the <laughs> uh, story reads in high school, my friends and I were messing around with a Ouija board one night. We had done it before and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. And that night, there was no one else home except the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it because she'd never done it before. This time, it was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town. Things we neither knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there too in an unmarked grave. My friend's house was, was on a farm in the edge of town. We were all a little freaked out because the board never had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical and we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do anything or something to prove that he was there with us. It went to yes and then spelled out in. Oh, I'm spelling it wrong. And then spelled out K-N-O-C-K. The word knock. The planchette stopped moving and we just all stared at it silently. And then there was a rap, rap, rap on the window next to us. The lights were on the outside and there was absolutely no one out there. We never touched that fucking board again. Okay. (laughs) Apparently I forgot about that silent K in the word knock. Okay, but let me just say this. This is why... I don't fuck with Ouija boards, and I've said this so many times, and I mean it. I keep telling you guys not to fuck with those things. Okay, they are just, let me see. Okay, Ouija boards are really super old. They've been around for way too goddamn long. And, it, like, I don't know, it feels like 1800s or earlier. And it feels like every ghost and demon at this point, from the 1800s till now, they know what a Ouija board is and how to fucking use it. And I, look... Like I said, demons too. No, ma'am. No, sir. No way. No, how I am not doing it. (laughs) I can't, I am too afraid of that shit. And I got to tell you, if, if I were there with this little group and I heard that knocking sound on the window after the Ouija board spelled the word knock, I would have lost my fucking mind. And I mean that in every sense of that sentence. Okay. (laughs) And it was a ghost kid. Mm -mm. see now y'all know i don't like ghost children they freak me out a a hell of a lot (laughs) i don't like it okay and i don't like anything that has to do with ghost children don't sing me lullabies don't look at me straight in the eye with no expression in your face tell me some twinkle twinkle little star that's creepy it's creepy i don't like it i'm not here for it don't do it And it's probably a very good idea that they never used a Ouija board again. Because they're lucky as fuck that that's all that happened. Because 
when you use a Ouija board, you may not experience something at that moment. Your experience could come back and, and haunt you like 20 years later. You have no idea. I'm just, no, no, no. So this story comes from hauntedrooms.co.uk. And this story right here is just, first of all, it's, it's a lot, okay? These kids found a ghost hanging out at their crib and decided to name the ghost mother because she seemed so caring and nurturing. But y'all just wait, okay? Because she is neither of those adjectives. I promise you that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it let me <clears throat> clear my throat sorry mm. I need some water okay so it reads when my sister Betsy and I were kids our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse we loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard but our favorite thing was the ghost we called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing some mornings Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our each of our nightstands, we find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied, watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes, she'd managed to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, we found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then, she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farm's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. See, okay. <laughs> okay. Look, this is why you don't live in old farmhouses. You don't do it, okay? You can describe it as charming all you want and vintage or whatever, okay? But old farmhouses are creepy as fuck because things like that always happen in them. I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. And that creepy ghost bitch who poisoned her children? Wow, if that's not a bitch, I don't know what is. Okay, she... She thought, okay, they thought that she wanted to make sure that they weren't thirsty and they thought she was nurturing and, and all of that shit. No, ghost bitch tried to poison them too. Ain't that some shit? She wanted to take care of us. Yeah, I bet she did take care of your deaths. It, it's like, okay, you already killed your kids and, and, and yourself like a selfish asshole. Now you're trying to hurt other people's kids too? What a cunt. I don't. I don't use the word cunt very often, but this chick, she earned it. Damn. Okay, look, stay away from cornfields too, y'all. Stay away from cornfields. Just listen, you're about to find out why. 
Okay, this story came from the occultmuseum.com. You guys know I love that that website. And I remember this being sort of a uh, an urban legend, but the details are kind of different from depending on where you hear it from and who's telling the story. But it the idea is the same. And many of you may have even heard the story, but in a different way. So it reads here. An old friend of the family used to drive school buses across country to their soon-to-be new schools. The protocol, the protocol called for them not to stop for anything, even to help. He was driving in the Midwest one night and came across a long stretch of road with a huge cornfield on one side and an empty field on the other. It was 2 o'clock in the morning and he came across a wrecked car with the lights still on and people scattered on the ground. He slowed down to help, but remembered he couldn't, he couldn't, so he kept going. As he was calling it in, he looked back to find people standing in the middle of the road, staring at the bus. Upon further inspection, others started to emerge from the cornfield in a creepy fashion while also staring at him. I was six when he told me this, and I still hate corn a little. Okay. When, when I heard the story, uh, the, it, when I, when I originally heard the story, there was not a school bus involved. It was like a guy driving home, uh, late at night after work. And he came across a woman laying in the street and a car with the hood up was on the side of the road. And, uh, when she, when he got out to help her, about a dozen people came out of the dark forest on the side of the road, wearing these like creepy masks and uh, he managed to get away, but there is no telling what these people were planning to do to him. You know, I mean, was it a prank? Was it a, a ritual sacrifice? Was it a robbery? What the hell is going on? Is is you know, it's, it's so many different things that could have happened. It's it's shit like that that makes people not want to stop and help when they see others on the side of the road because there are people out there that will rob you or worse. You know. And all because you have a kind heart and, and you wanted to, to help someone out. But because of that fear, there are, are so many people who, who never get the help that they really need because of assholes that do this type of creepy ass shit, you know? And as a single woman, you know, if I'm driving down a dark street late at night and I'm alone and I see that someone's on the side of the road who, who may need my help, everything in my body is going to tell me to stop and help them. But also... Everything in my body is also telling me to keep driving because things, they may not be, you know, what, what, what they seem to be. Things are not always as they seem, you know, but I would certainly probably call the police and let them know, Hey, I, what I saw and where I saw it and you know, all that good stuff so they can get some help, you know, but I don't know. Stopping <laughs> late at night to help somebody else when you're alone. It, mm, no, <laughs> I, I won't be doing that. And I hope to God that I'm not that person on the side of the road who needs help because I'm sure everybody else driving by me is, is thinking suspiciously of me as well. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm guessing whatever this bus company uh, did that that dude worked for, they told him not to stop even to help people. They were probably just trying to protect their solo drivers because shit like that does happen, especially in the Midwest by cornfields. <laughs> See, this is why you don't drive school buses, okay, in the middle of the night by yourself. These are rules. Professionally silly life rules, people. Don't do it. If there 
is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's don't drive past cornfields, okay? Uh, Never assume a ghost wants to take care of you. Uh, Never do your laundry alone and stay away from Halloween house parties. Professionally silly life rules, people. (laughs) You know, just just assume everyone everywhere wants to kill you. You'll be fine. Don't worry. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) All right. So, all right. That may not be the best way to live your life, I guess. Whatever. Look, do you, boo. Do you, boo-boo. Do what you got to do, okay? But here's the question. Here's a question for the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook, okay? Would you have stopped if you... If you, uh, if you had seen what that bus driver saw, you know, someone lying in the street, looks like there's some, you know, uh, some car trouble and would, would you have stopped or would you have kept driving? I'm going to be honest. I was honest with you. I would definitely probably keep driving. I, 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 I would definitely call for help, but I ain't stopping by myself. I'm just not. <laughs> okay. Check out the podcast, Twitter and Instagram at it's pro silly, I T S P R O. And then the word silly. And of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod group on Facebook. We have lots of fun there. If you want to join in on the silly and you have any stories or experiences that you want to share, email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. It can literally be about anything you want as long as it's interesting. And, and there is a good chance that your story may even inspire an entire episode topic. So send them in. The uh, podcast email is in the show notes. Just copy and paste that bad boy and send me your stuff. You can also leave me messages on the Anchor app or my Google voice number, 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. Leave me a voicemail or a text message and I'll put you on the podcast unless you're not into that or you say otherwise, just let me know. Okay, so I decided to share another one of those national days, you know, some info with you. And today is October 29th, and it's also International Internet Day. Yeah. And in my opinion, it might just be one of the best inventions ever created in human history. You know, I mean, everyone uses the internet for all kinds of reasons every day, 24 hours a day, 365, okay? Like, we're using it right now to listen to this podcast, and I'm using it right now to record it. That's dope. Now, now, I am old enough to have remembered a world where the internet did not exist, at least not to us, uh, not to the public, and I, I <laughs> we don't need to discuss my age, shut up, and I do not understand how I was able to survive in such a, a apocalyptic universe with no internet. Jesus, back in the day, you know, we had to use these things called books. You, you, you remember books? Yeah, that was wild. Uh, <laughs> not sure if any of you have ever heard of those things, but yeah. <laughs> and we had to go to the post office to mail things, you know, it's that, that kind of, uh, sort of caveman shit, you know, I think post-its didn't even come out to the eighties and that we, we were like, Whoa, post-its, this is great. Like <laughs> fantastic. You know, now we all carry these just like little just tiny ass computers in our pockets. It's crazy. I make this podcast with my iPhone. Like what? If you would have told me in like elementary school that I could listen to the radio from a phone in my pocket, I would be like, you are a lying sack of shit or whatever the fuck I said, the words I used when I was in middle school. I don't know. (laughs) 
But just remember the good old days where you had to record the shows that you didn't want to miss on VHS. Yeah, you would just have to find a blank tape or go to Media Play or Circus City, those don't exist anymore, or Radio Shack or something, and get you a VHS tape, you know, and, and or find one that you didn't mind recording over and, and record your shows using your VHR. That's, that's crazy. Wait, is it VHR? That doesn't sound right. VCR. <laughs> Wrong letter. I said VHR. That does not sound right. Your VCR. That's crazy. And, and you had to memorize phone numbers to call people. We were in a living hell and had no idea. Because <laughs> we thought, technology's great. Ah, look at this. <laughs> Game Boys, who knew? You know what I'm saying? Now it's just like, there's Oculus Quest 2. I, I can put myself in this world virtually and just like immerse myself in the game surrounding and sound. My brain would have exploded if you would have shown me a virtual reality headset with games I could play in the fucking 90s. I would have died right then and there. <laughs> Holy shit. And memorizing phone numbers? I, what? It, okay, and I'd be saying, I, I, I'd be lying, excuse me, if I said that I knew my parents' phone numbers by heart. I don't. I don't. And if my phone dies and I'm stranded somewhere, I'm screwed. The only number I can remember is 911. And I heard a rumor that if your phone dies, you, you should still be able to call them or something. I don't know. But I just hope that the paramedics and or the police have an iPhone charger. So when they ask, you know, to call my parents or whatever, I can be like, hey, do you have an iPhone charger? I'm going to charge up their phone numbers in there because I have no idea what their numbers are. Okay. And the internet is, is endless. It has an endless supply of information and entertainment. It allows us to connect with people from all over the world. It allows us to make donations, do online banking, shopping. You can find recipes online. You can meet interesting people from all over the world, all from our homes. It allows us to work remotely from anywhere in the world. And it's even used to find love. I ain't found that yet, but you know. I hear a lot of people are doing that. <laughs> I don't think I can imagine a world where the internet just doesn't exist after having experienced it for so long. It's, ugh, that would suck. I mean, I guess, I guess I could. You know, th that show, The Walking Dead, pretty much would explain that. Just, the world would be like that, but less zombies. Well, I hope less zombies. Jeez. Now, in, 2000, in 2019... There were 4.39 billion internet users in the world, and about 4 billion of them use their mobile devices to get online. And there are about 1 million new internet users every day. And they say, on average, internet users spend about 6 hours and 42 minutes a day online. That's, that's almost a full business day. Almost. And I think that average may have risen since <laughs> 2019 is my guess. Especially if your job is to make content. For instance, me. I stay online at least, I don't know, from dawn till dusk. So about 50% of the day, I would say. <laughs> because my job is to make videos online and to make podcasts and things like that. So I'm constantly online. They say 50% of the global population uses the internet. And of course, Google is the most visited website online and YouTube definitely comes in in a close second. And I, I could, 
I could imagine that TikTok at this point is probably on the top five list, most likely. And I think TikTok has been around since like, what, 2017 or something like that? I don't know. But the World Wide Web became publicly available in 1991, and the first internet connection was made on October 29th, 1969. And believe it or not, this was literally two months after Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. So 1969 was a pretty good year for the world. Also, the number 69 will always make me giggle like an idiot because I am juvenile. (laughs) It's 69. All right, sorry. Uh, So International Internet Day uh, was celebrated for the first time on October 29, 2005. I had just graduated high school the year before. Yeah. And uh, it was promoted by the Association of Internet Users, which I had no idea was a thing. You know, I learned it on the internet. (laughs) Just like everything I'm fucking telling you from this episode and all the others. The internet. (laughs) And, you know, believe it or not, and this kind of shocked me because I never really thought about it, but there are still some countries that do not allow their citizens to use the internet. And there are also countries that ban their citizens or limit their freedom when using the internet. Countries like Iran... Cuba, China, North Korea, Syria, you know, and and being in America, it's so strange to think that there are places that ban the internet because we, listen, we are really fortunate, you know, when, when it's, when it comes to the internet, but very unfortunate in other uh, specific areas. But anyways, thank you nationaldaycalendar.com for this information and make sure you guys check out the website and see what else today is used to celebrate. Do that. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this creepy but yet interesting podcast episode, you know, and uh, coming back every week with me. And I'm glad that you're here. And if this is your first time listening, I hope that you decide to, to come back and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. You can support this podcast, which I really hope that you do, by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whichever. I think it's just Apple Podcasts. Anyways, if you got that, <laughs> leave a five-star review and a written review. I would love, love that. Also, please be sure to share this podcast with a friend. Yeah, that'd be great, because I think they would enjoy themselves, too. Share the silly with as many people as you can. Don't hog all the silly to yourself. Don't don't be an asshole, all right? <laughs> Let them know that this podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Yes, check out uh, the show notes for some of the bonus information, like my social media stuff. I got TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, I got two YouTube channels, just a lot of stuff going on. You know, uh, the Professionally Silly channel and my second channel, uh, Paranormal Blacktivity. You don't want to miss that. I, I tend to go and I investigate haunted locations to see if I can communicate with these spirits. And we've had some very interesting experiences on that channel. And for those of you that are interested in uh, in writing me or sending me things, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. And you can send me literally anything that you want. And I will open it right here on air and I'll make a video of the unboxing on my YouTube channel. Once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. 
Enjoy the silly while you can and come take your silliness seriously with me every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Thank you.